What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. In 1902, a young engineer named Willis Carrier encountered a situation that many of us are all too familiar with, a printer problem. Carrier had been hired by a printing company in Brooklyn. Summer humidity was causing their paper to swell, to jam in the presses, to print incorrectly. So rather than a crisp image, they were getting a blur. They were wasting tons of paper, missing deadlines. Uh, This was a huge problem. Carrier was the son of a farmer and something of an eccentric genius, the kind of head-in-the-clouds guy who would occasionally pack a suitcase with just a handkerchief inside, or order a three-course meal and not take a bite. Carrier had just graduated from Cornell when he was asked to find some way to fix the company's printers. He mulled over the issue for weeks. Then one day, as he was standing on a foggy railroad platform, contemplating the mist around him, an idea struck him. Carrier's solution not only solved the printer problem, it changed the world. And his invention continues to have ripple effects today that impact everything from the comfort of your living room to the size of your government to even possibly the outcome of the U.S. elections this fall. Welcome to Flashback, a podcast from Ozzy about unintended consequences. I'm your host and history instructor, Sean Braswell. Up until about 100 years ago, a climate-controlled environment was a fantasy, the stuff of science fiction novels. Mark Twain once said that everyone talks about the weather, but no one does anything about it. Well, in 1902, Willis Carrier finally did something about it. Today's episode is about something most of us take for granted, air conditioning. But it's really about the power of comfort. Comfort can move mountains. And more importantly, it can move people. Every summer, millions of tourists and school children descend on Washington, D.C. to take in the sights and sounds of the nation's capital. And every summer, millions wish they had decided to visit during a different time of year. 
Hundreds of thousands of people celebrating Independence Day in the nation's capital will face dangerous heat temperatures in Washington. Monuments and lofty words inscribed upon them just don't seem to matter as much when you're baking in a pool of your own sweat. Very hot. <laughs> it's really gross. Really hot. It's pretty warm today, yeah. These days, at least, you have the option of going to a museum or some other air-conditioned area. But let's go back in time for a moment, back to a simpler time, a far less comfortable time. It can be hard for us today to imagine Washington, D.C., or many places in America before climate-controlled buildings. In the days before air conditioning, American life during dangerously hot weather wasn't all that different from American life during beautiful, cool weather. Salvador Basil is a social historian and author of Cool, How Air Conditioning Changed Everything. And this was because people in those days were operating under a Victorian standard. They did their best to act as if they didn't notice the heat. They were trained this way from birth. But a stiff upper lip didn't prevent one from feeling the heat or being affected by it. So every newspaper in America during the summer months had its daily column of heat prostrations and heat strokes and heat fatalities. It wasn't unusual for thousands of people to die during a major heat wave. No one thought much of this. The upper floors of office buildings, including Manhattan's dazzling new skyscrapers, were like ovens. Most theaters lacked ventilation or windows, and audience members baked in the summer months. But it went beyond that. Getting a night's sleep was usually impossible. Some people went so far as to climb to their rooftops for a breath of air, where... A few of them fell asleep and rolled off to their deaths. To cope with the heat during the day, people would congregate outdoors in the shade or at a swimming pool. They'd drink ice drinks on porches, take a quick dip in public fountains, take naps under trees and parks. And the nation's capital was especially hot. As soon as the plaster was dry, everyone in the federal government realized that Washington was one of the worst places to locate the nation's capital. And it didn't take long for America's leaders to avoid the capital. Many presidents used to skip town during the summer months. Teddy Roosevelt liked to go bear hunting in Colorado. Calvin Coolidge once took his entire family, five canaries, two dogs, and a pet raccoon to the Black Hills of South Dakota. Members of Congress also stayed clear of D.C. in the middle of the summer. But working there was still a miserable experience. A member of Congress would collapse and then possibly die. And other lawmakers simply assumed that he had been done in by the temperature. Members of Congress did their best to cope with the heat. Lawmakers would adjourn for the day if the temperature got too uncomfortable. They all adopted white linen suits. One congressman became famous for the fact that at a certain point in the calendar, he would remove his toupee and spend the rest of the time bald. Uh, they drank a great deal of lemonade made for them in the cloakroom, along with other beverages. And if things got really tough, they would sneak down to the Capitol basement, where there was a room of bathtubs, and they would take a quick plunge to uh, restore themselves. Sometimes even that was not enough. But a number of those men dropped dead anyway, and the buildings didn't help. There were rooms without air, there were rooms without windows. One congressional chamber was so notorious for heat that everyone called it the oven. The result was absolutely unbearable. And it would be unbearable for the next 70 years as they kept trying to tinker with the system. Nothing helped. At least until Willis Carrier. 
Let's go back to that foggy railroad platform in 1902. Now fog is really nothing more than water droplets that have condensed out of the air. And as you may know, cool air cannot carry as much water as warm air can. So Carrier realized that if you could pass warm air across a refrigerated object, then you could cool that air down, reducing its humidity level, which in turn would cool the surrounding air as well. Carrier built what he called the apparatus for treating air. It worked wonders for the Brooklyn company that hired him. And this did indeed lower the humidity in the printing plant. Interestingly, at the same time, the temperature came down. Employees wanted suddenly to eat their lunch in the workroom. And Carrier realized that he was onto something. Of course, Carrier's invention not only removed the humidity from the printing room, it also chilled the air. But still, this was considered something for business purposes, not for the average person. But then Hollywood came calling. Up until that point, moving pictures had always taken a huge loss during the summer. No one wanted to spend the hot months in a theater with no ventilation. By the late 1920s, the idea of summer movies was firmly established. Hollywood was rolling in money. And an amazing thing happened. For the first time in human history, people anywhere knew that they had a place to go to escape from the heat. And that cost nothing more than the price of a movie ticket. This was momentous. Movie theaters advertised their AC with marquees frosted over with fake snow, penguins and polar bears, signs with hanging icicles. Sometimes they just propped the lobby doors open wide and let the gush of cold air sweep over passers-by. Remember, you can enjoy great motion picture entertainment all summer long in cool comfort at this theater. For decades, most Americans experienced air conditioning only in large commercial spaces like movie theaters, department stores, and hotels. Finally, in the early 1950s, it made its way into the home. RCA, America's finest air conditioner, goes quietly about its business of keeping you comfortable. Air conditioning in the 1950s was not only a comfort item, but it was a real homeowner's status symbol. Whether it was a central system or a window unit, everyone knew that you had it, and everyone was impressed. Within five years, Americans were installing more than a million units a year. For many, the home AC unit was a revelation. At the age of six, an aunt of mine bought two air conditioners, which was a scandal in the family because air conditioners were only for rich people. But I also noticed that the, at the next family party, everyone flocked to her living room and stayed there. So I sneaked over to the machine and put my hand out to the grill, and there was cool air, and I was hooked ever after. America's new addiction set off an extraordinary chain of events. Places in the country that had seemed uninhabitable during summer now had millions of new residents, places like Washington, D.C. Now, most objects tend to expand when they are heated. Up next, though, we find out how the U.S. federal government did not start to truly expand until it was cooled down. Do you have an interesting tale about unintended consequences from history or your own life? Please share it with us by emailing flashback at ozzy.com. That's flashback at ozy.com. 
We all need a break from the constant cycle to learn something new, to gain new perspectives. The Great Courses Plus streaming service is an excellent resource to expand our knowledge on a variety of subjects or pick up a new hobby. I've been enjoying The Great Courses Plus while researching this season of Flashback. Lectures like Play Ball, The Rise of Baseball as America's Pastime, History of the Supreme Court, and Battlefield Europe have helped me connect the dots on several stories from history. Right now, they're giving our listeners a special limited time offer, a free month of unlimited access to their entire library. Sign up now through our special URL. Go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash Aussie. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash O-Z-Y. Thegreatcoursesplus.com slash Aussie. To listen to this episode in full, click the link in the show notes or search your podcast app for Flashback, History's Unintended Consequences, with new episodes dropping every Wednesday. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience. And stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.